McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. This is what you call a flip. Take heat from a car to brick. Bitly from him, mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Take heat from a car to brick. Bitly from him, mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. She my number one. I don't need nothing on the side. Okay, okay. Said that I was done for good and no one no more lies. Is that a song I'm hearing from the fifth studio album from North Carolina's finest? You know, I'm talking about the baby. No, I'm kidding, J. Cole. <laughs> but I'm only human. I know love and use a crime. <laughs> oh, man. So we got the second year anniversary of KOD. Kings on drugs. King of the I take this cookie now, one day I'll do the time. Kill our dreams. Oh, man. Listen, man. Um, you know how much of a big J. Cole fan I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a huge huge advocate. Um I, I feel like recently you've you've fallen off the wagon a little bit, so I'm interested to see what you thought of KOD mostly. Okay. Because um, I feel like I feel like in a sense, uh, you know how other people have said they've gotten bored of Cole? I feel like you've also kind of gotten bored of Cole? Well, I got bored of Cole uh, around four year eyes only. Like, now I kind of put it to sleep. I call the laundry music, like when you're folding clothes and washing them. That's I still love of- that album. That's a great <laughs> album. Shout out to Cole fans, man. Villa Illuminati. Let's go. Alright. Sure, that's why his album sales stay high, because of people like you, the dedicated fans that no matter how the album is or project is, so still go platinum. So shout and out man, to the- every artist has that so does J. Cole deserve it too? Oh, he definitely deserves it. He definitely deserves it. Like, hey, every artist has a slip up album, and yo, it's up to the fans to keep supporting them. Like, that's true love right there. When you have a slip up album and your fans still carry you through, it's still a good album. Like, that, th- that's the thing though. Like, your true fans, like, man, I think it's an underrated album. I mean, I know we're here to talk about KOD. But it's just interesting because For Your Eyes Only wasn't that far back compared to KOD. Like, I think he dropped it maybe a year before KOD, right? Around that time, man, yeah. Yeah. Um, so- it dropped in, let's say, uh, 2016, December 9th, 2016. So not too far off. So, like, two years, two years. Two years. Okay. Wow. It actually seemed like it was faster. I just, I, I remember going to the concert for For Your Eyes Only. And I feel like the concert was a different feeling than what people might have heard off the album off just listening it in their car or whatever like when he performs it and he's a really good performer it it adds another level to it you know what i mean and neighbors is a dope song oh for sure expecting like how realistic it was like when you drop the footage of like the actual like police pulling up (laughs) yeah 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 imagine imagine you're just chilling in your crib and then just like swat shows up like hey yo and you're just doing your own thing bro you're just recording a podcast, and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> well, I don't live in a mansion like uh, J. Cole does, so that probably wouldn't happen. 
Uh, True. but <laughs> if I wasn't, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, to, to get back to the whole, like Cole being boring thing, did you, did you find that on KOD or did you feel like you got a little bit of what you wanted back? Because for your eyes only was like a disappointment in a lot of fans eyes, not just, not mm-hmm. just yourself. You know what I mean? So like, what did you think of KOD compared to it? Did you love it? Um, we definitely got with KOD. It had some, um, high points on the album. Um, but also had some low points. Um, okay. Like after the intro, the second song was right. We're talking about a KOD, like, and in that song, he was talking about like people complaining about yo, he doesn't do features anymore and all right. of that. But he gave us features two years later. You know what I mean? Like he started doing yeah. a Dreamville project and listened to us when we were complaining. Right? You want a whole feature crazy? That's actually a really good point I wanted to bring up, and this was kind of part of the hot take that I had. Um, I think for me, in a lot of ways, I respected the message of KOD and Mm -hmm. I respected what he was trying to say about, you know, the, the current state of the culture, uh, and like hip hop in general. Uh, Yeah. You like how I recorded state of the culture, by the way, shout out Joe Budden. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, but, but like, I, I liked the meaning behind the album, but I think, what happened afterwards where he kind of, I think maybe listened to the, to the outside noise a little bit too much in a sense where he now on the Dreamville album, and we can get into that a little bit later if you want about what you thought about specifically J Cole on that album. I wasn't like, there wasn't a standout J Cole verse on that album for me. Was there one for you? Was that on the Dreamville album or the KOD album? Dreamville album. Mm, because I, I feel know. like I feel like he's, album, he's but, yeah. yeah yeah go ahead no sorry I, I feel like he's he's uh, he's he's kind of bent towards people what people want a little bit too much on the Dreamville album you know what I mean? I can understand that I guess where you're coming from with that. Um, it necessarily wasn't um, he had a few good tracks on there. Um, but he was sort of like taking a seat back, you know what I mean? Like he, like he said in the documentary, um, for the first like few days, he was making sure everybody was good. Everybody's getting studio time, checking in. And he didn't really get to punch it until like the last few days. Great documentary, by the way. Great documentary, you know what I mean? Really, really well done, really well recorded. Um, but he realized he's like in the top echelon, like tier of like hip hop, right? So he's making sure everyone was good for the first few days and all of that. And then he really got into his bag the last few days. So, I mean, in terms of like what we hear from like a J. Cole project, I can understand where there wasn't like really a standout verse. Because you know the process for J. Cole, like he listens to the beat in the studio, the whole mix and mastering in the studio. And then he jumps into his car to make sure it sounds the same. And then he goes down and he does something to make sure it sounds the same as well too. He didn't get the option that well with uh, the Dreamville project, but. I won't say too much about that since we are talking about uh, the KLD. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, um, but I, I think this is like anniversary is a good time to to reflect on the artists in general. Uh, mm. And I think it's just like an interesting correlation between the Dreamville album, KOD, and For Your Eyes Only. You know what I mean? He had an album that disappointed some people in For Your Eyes Only. In KOD, he like mimicked it. And he made fun of them for calling his style boring by completely doing the style that everybody wants him to have, quote unquote. Right. 
And then in the Dreamville album, he takes it a step further and he is that. So I don't know. I just feel like I saw an evolution there where I didn't necessarily, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just thought, oh man, like stick, stick to what you believe and what you want to create too, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like uh, with um, the KOD album, like he wanted people or people wanted to make a certain type of music that was more relevant to today's sound. And we kind of got that with um, the track like ATM. Yeah. It was very like, you know, boom bap, like, you know, like very punch in and out, like quick flows for today's like microwave type of rap. Even even, uh, the saying about like, you know, how the state of the culture was. um, Even like Motivate and KOD too. What about them? They they were kind of in that style too. Kind of, no, nah, not really, nah, nah. I would just say ATM was kind of more in that style. I wouldn't even say um, motivate was kind of like that. Um, from my personal perspective, I didn't think it was kind of yeah, like that's that. fair. Uh, um, you know another another track that kind of seems like could fit this album, but th- I, I guess maybe didn't make the cut or whatever. Middle Child. Yeah, Middle Child was pretty, like, you know... That was pretty J. Cole, though. That was, like, a standard J. Cole track, though, I feel like. Mm, I mean, with the with the effects and stuff like that that he used in the track, especially on the chorus. That's true. I mean, no one hasn't worked with T-Minus in a while, and he kind of brought, like, T-Minus back into the forefront in terms of, like, producers. Like, yeah. no one's really working with T-Minus like that heavily. Um, but Good, T-Minus. Was, Still, still good. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. You just said T minus. Like, who's that? Like, you literally just said it right now. Like, what's uh, what's your favorite song? Od. Favorite song would probably have to be, um, nineteen eighty five. Um, just because like it's giving a message out. There's a lot of foreshadowing. Um, he's talking about like yo making money off of touring and all of that. That's where you make your bread. And now it's kind of like the reverse now with the coronavirus. People aren't able to tour. Rappers aren't able to tour. We'll get that bag. And it's kind of just like fast forwarding two years. He's like, you know, I kind of warned you guys. Save your money. Buy your mama house. Invest in all of this stuff. Stop buying jewelry. All this tomfoolery stuff. Like, stop doing that and actually invest in what you own. Yeah. But what are your thoughts? What do you think? I, um, I mean, I, I like that. I, I do like the song. Um, the message is the, obviously the coolest part. And I think you made a really cool correlation to like, wow, I didn't necessarily uh, see the foreshadowing in that until you kind of explained it. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of shocked by that. That's a really, really good example. I think my favorite song on there is probably Brackets. And the reason mm-hmm. I like it so much is the same reason I am such a diehard j cole fan because when you listen to brackets i think that is like pretty much the closest you can get to a typical j cole song all right um Mm -hmm. you know it has the sample at the end the kind of uh, sorry the sample at the beginning of like a voice you know born sinner type where it's like an intro to a track with someone kind of like runaway and um, even after that, it has this kind of blend between the voice and it samples that to the beat, which I think is super J. Cole. And he, 
you know, you can say he was influenced by Kanye to do that. Yeah, you're right. But I think that's so J. Cole, like from Friday Night Lights to Born Center to Sideline Story to, you know, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. That is the epitome of what J. Cole was. So I love Brackets. Brackets is a really good song. That That's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. I can see how that was. I can see how it's your your favorite track. Uh, but it's like a little bit silly here because uh, we're getting a little bit too serious, I feel like, with the subject matter. <laughs> but uh, in 1985, when he was uh, dissing like Little Pump and all that stuff, <laughs> did you get a chance to listen to Little Pump's diss track against J. Cole? It was hilarious. <laughs> Maybe that could be the outro music for today's app. But <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. Like, what did you say to him? He just like called him born. It was just three lines. You heard Gucci Gang. He just added one more line or a few more words. Like just F. J. Cole. Like that was the chorus, the bridge, the verse. <laughs> Uh, it was drowned out, bro. Like it wasn't like. That. Uh, but even besides that, did you see that um interview they did together? Where um, yes, yeah, Cole- I did. I did. Him? It's it. You know what it felt like? It felt like when your dad, um, you know, finally tries to be cool with you, and you know, instead yeah. of yelling at you, he tries to explain something to you gently, <laughs> and he just sits down on the couch and he's trying to tell you something, and that's what it felt like. J Cole was doing to Lil Pump at the Spot time. On. It did. It did. It felt like he was just saying, son, listen to me. This is what you're supposed to do, and you're not doing that right now. Um, and then <laughs> and Lil Pump really didn't have any other reply just to be like, if you see Lil Pump there, like all he could do is just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he didn't have anything to input. That's so dope, bro. That's so dope, yo. That's so smart. I feel like J. Cole was talking to a tree the whole time or just like interviewing himself. Like yeah. therapy for people, it was uh, pretty hilarious. It was, it was um, funny. I and I and I kind of it was funny that both of them agreed to do that. I didn't think uh, I didn't think uh, Lil Pump would be down to necessarily do that at the time. That was definitely a label movement. Like he was bubbling, and he probably didn't want to do it. But his label's like, "Yo, if J Cole wants to sit down with you, you're gonna sit down with J Cole." Right? That's a good point. Yeah, that's probably a good point. He yeah. Off drugs or whatnot during that whole interview, like he looked mad uncomfortable. He was like playing with his socks and stuff like that. And, like <laughs> I remember that. Up. I remember that. Yeah, he, that's why. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He it it looked like you, you were talking to a kid when he was doing that. It was such a bad interview. I remember that. Man, um, that whole year of J. Cole was an interesting one, right? Because that was the year he dropped. Uh, actually, it was I think it was maybe six or seven months beforehand. He dropped um, those two tracks, False Prophets and Everybody Gotta Die, right? Yeah. Those those are kind of like foreshadows of what KOD was supposed to come by. You know, like what what's what's what level, what mood J. Cole was at at the time. Most definitely, man. Just the whole album and, like, what he was saying on it and even addiction. Like, KOD has so many meanings. I think I said it earlier, like, kings on drugs, king overdose, kill our dreams. Yeah. And then, like, the most impactful song I felt like on the album, not my best or most favorite, but the most impactful one was probably, like, um, Friends for me. We was talking about, like, gay weight drugs and, like, the addiction yeah, um, he broke down his friends' names when he's talking about them. But if it was Drake, he definitely would have said his friend's name. You know, Drake <laughs> almost as much as the game. Yeah, <laughs> Ali, yeah, Ali. I know you're doing Percocets. 
Yo, 40, stop, <laughs> stop doing lines in my bathroom. Yo, Tubbs, please stop injecting heroin. For sure. And uh, maybe just because I just watched uh, the MJ doc recently, but there was a line in there from Friends where he's talking about like, yo, every black boy wants to be Pippin, but there's only, they only got 12 spots on the Pistons. I'm like, bro, okay. So like not everybody can really live out their <laughs> dreams to that extent. Like you have to do something that's more like realistic. You know what I mean? Like have certain goals, but like, yo, if you're trying to be like in a certain position, you have to realize there's other things and other avenues you can do in life rather than just the two that they make up for you to be. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. That's a good point. Yeah. Got a little, little dark there, but I was on the high note. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you can never play Kevin Todd around your girl, bro, because if you play Kevin Todd around your girl, she just automatically thinks you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Automatically. Yo, um, I, I think the... Yo, oh, my God, I just realized, and I know I realized this pretty pretty late. I'm, I'm sure I knew it when it happened at the time. KOD dropped on 420. Yeah. We're doing yeah, two year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, which is just it's it's interesting because every year there's an anniversary now. People are gonna have to be reminded they should get off drugs. <laughs> it's four. <laughs> it's four twenty. That's hilarious. That's that's such a funny. I think mean, he definitely did it on 100%. purpose. He one hundred percent did it on purpose. Oh my gosh, I'm not surprised, bro. But um, <laughs> what was the last time you listened to Kevin's heart, though, man? I, I didn't expect Kevin to actually be in the music video for it, bro. Like, after his cheating scandal, for him to just pop up. <laughs> I feel like he, he had to do the video. Like, he had to get back into the goodness of people's heart um, after that video, for sure. Huh? No pun no, intended? Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Look at us leaving on a positive note, yo. Um, hey, this is uh, Kevin's Heart, brought to you by Heart Productions. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Right before we go, I got one question for you. All right, so rate J. Cole's projects. Like, what are your top five? J. Cole okay, projects? Born Sinner is still number one for me. Really? I'm yeah. surprised you said that. I thought you said, like, Friday Night, Friday Night Lights. Lights is a second. For Friday Night, Friday Night okay. Lights is a second. Yeah, so it's Born Sinner, Friday Night Lights. Um, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Okay. For your eyes only. Uh, For your eyes only. KLD. Sideline story. Uh, And and then sideline story. Sideline story. Okay, I was like seven, but okay. (laughs) I just gave you all of them. I was I was here while I was at it, yo. While I was at it, I had to. I mean, even if we're talking the Dreamville projects, I'd still probably go uh, the first Dreamville tape is better than the second one, but that's just me. But, yeah. Really? But they got, like, you know, to be able to, like, get all yes. these artists to have never yeah, been. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's, it's, it's a crazy... <laughs> it's really it's a crazy accomplishment. It was something that I think is so... Um, it's so unbelievable to do, especially now where it just seems like everybody's in competition with one another another to get like everybody into a studio all at once, like 50 people. I think that's a really cool accomplishment. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think that there was, it, it was more of a compilation album than a, you know, a, a, a project. 
Yeah, everyone was on Dreamville at that time, yeah. even from like the artists yeah. and the producers. Not everybody was from Dreamville. And like, um, um, you know how, you know how you could go as an artist. We, we know this. Uh, you can get on compilation tapes of like, yeah. new artists, and then DJs give it out to other art. Uh, yeah, right. For that's sure. what from the OG days, like, like Clue and all yeah, this stuff. That's, that's sure. what Dreamville Two at least sounded like. You know. Okay, I yeah. like that. Bringing that back, like that mixtape yeah. era, the DJ or that DJ Clue, like they just ranked the best songs and just drop a yeah, mixtape. Yeah. But my top three would probably be still have four, so <laughs> twenty fourteen four, so driving number one. Eh? Okay, like intro to outro, like it was perfect, man, for me. And then I got Born Sinner at second, and then KOD as third. Damn. The rest I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you know what um, I think just for heart productions um, you know we'll, we'll leave everybody on a high note on 420 and uh, we'll start the song Kevin's Heart with a rendition from me first so I'll, I'll actually lead it in here I'll lead it in that post, that post production <clears throat> finna sound fire alright <laughs> Oh. Fell in love through photographs. Oh no, that's the wrong song. That's photograph. My bad. Kevin's heart. <laughs> I got you. I got you. She my number one. I don't need nothing on the side. Tell I was done for good and no one no more lies. But my phone be blowing up temptations on my line. I stare at the screen a while before I press the climb. But she plants the seed and it still lingers in my mind. Told myself I'm strong enough to shake it and I'm trying. But I'm only human. I know love and use a crime. If I take this cookie now, one day I'll do the time. Let me unsanity at once. Somebody. I got the earth and the blunt. Smoke. I get the skirt when I want. Skirt. I get the skirt when I want. Skirt. Due to the money aroma. Somebody. My girl, she got a diploma. Smoke. She got white written all over. She got white written all over.